Welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners of EWR Digital. And my name is Matt Bertram. I'm the head digital strategist at EWR Digital. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. We are excited to bring to you the future, the future of SEO. The article is, how can we prepare for what SEO may look like in the future uh, by Mindy Weinstein. I have to tell you, Weinstein has a particular rings a particular bell for me. My business partner uh, in my our other business, we met in a physics class at the University of Houston, and the professor was Professor Weinstein. And I always thought his name was Weinstein. He had to be a physics professor, but apparently your name can be Weinstein, and you can do other stuff. So uh, <laughs> this is kind of like a <laughs> revelation for me. I've got some bad news. Uh, I was unable to find a review. Chris, Chris, we got reviews. We got reviews everywhere. Um, let me um, let me play you a pro testimonial review. A, a video review? Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Um, so yeah, so this is a this is a video that um, you know we we do strategy sessions all the time, right? And um, just trying to help people figure out their strategy for their online business and. You know, it's a little link, right? We've talked about protest in the past. You can send it over desktop. You can send it over phone. Uh, they just click on it and it records a quick review. It's one of the best ways to capture a review. We launched this uh, when when COVID hit and our video crews could not go out. Now this is opening up to anybody anywhere uh, that has access to the internet can easily get a review. It's 99 bucks a month on limited reviews. So a uh, pretty cool tool. Uh, yeah, let me show you what it's like uh, real quick here. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Prior to meeting Matt, my business has been basically word of mouth. Uh, it's gone well, but I have wanted to step up my marketing and take it to the next level. As cliche as that may sound, but after speaking to Matt and his team uh, about the strategies involved with the type of business I have and how we can market myself and put myself out there better, uh, to attract more business, I'm very confident that we'll be able to do so. And had I not met Matt, um, I would probably have just maintained the same level at which I was doing. So looking forward to the future, looking forward to working with Matt. Um, they definitely know what they're talking about. So anyone who's thinking about giving it a shot, I'd highly suggest getting on the phone with them, you know, and, and setting up your strategy session. Boom. So that easy. Yeah. Right. So, you know, maybe give a little more direction of like mention your name, mention your company. Um, you know, he's actually ecstatic, right? <laughs> um, like he, like, you know, so really, really enjoyed, um, the strategy session really helped lay it all out for him. Uh, he could see, uh, the direction. And so, yeah, I mean, what is it? Uh, I think we got it set up, uh, EWR digital forward slash, uh, what is it? Video video review, video review. I think we have forward slash pro testimonial forward slash video testimonial. So any of those things will take you to our account on Pro Testimonial, which we're using. And you can leave us now a video review of uh, who you are on the podcast and maybe we'll play it. Um, and this adds like a new context to not just audio, but adding video. And we are um, planning on doing a lot more on like YouTube and that sort of thing. Um, 
it's just there's only so much time in the day, Chris. <laughs> As it turns <laughs> out, <laughs> and, uh, the clock yeah. turns. <laughs> so, so, so sorry, sorry to, to anybody if we're not consistent. We are committing to be consistent. Um, we do have some sponsors knocking on our door, which we'll announce soon. Uh, which will force us to be consistent. So. To, be more, to be more consistent. So if you do go to that link, again, it's ewrdigital.com forward slash video review. Uh, leave your review. Make sure you mention your name, your company name, maybe like one sentence of what you do uh, and your website, and then leave a review. And like Matt said, we may end up playing it on air, which could have value to you. Um, especially now that we're getting sponsors and those sponsors will be paying we have, for we have their access. 55,000 55, downloads a month on average. Yeah. Okay. I mean, depending on the, depending on the topic, it goes up and down a little bit, but yep. uh, pretty, pretty consistent. So, um, so yeah, um, we're, we're, we're happy to, um, you know, share uh, the distribution um, of great content. So, yeah. Excellent. Let's jump into this article again. How can we prepare for what SEO may look like in the future? Mindy Weinstein. Um, SEO is a practice that is constantly evolving. If you haven't recognized <laughs> or experienced either in a traumatic or a continual way, uh, we have come a long way from optimizing meta keyword tags and taking the approach of optimizing one keyword for one page. Today, it is more about understanding the searcher. And, and I'm going to say, we have been saying from the beginning of this podcast, 2009, right? So a very long time, we've been saying, focus on the Google user. If you provide a valuable and useful experience to the Google user, Google will look favorably upon you. Uh, and, and I think what's happening is, you know, providing a good experience to a user is is a little is a little less tangible than just keyword optimization, right? And so Google's figuring out with AI, with BERT, with all of these tools, and we'll talk about some patents that they've pushed through recently, uh, is getting better at understanding, are you providing a good experience to the Google user? Uh, and as you do that, as that happens, if you've been providing a good experience to the Google user all along, you will not be negatively impacted. If you've been focused maybe a little too much on keywords or other kind of tactics, you might get impacted. Matt is raising his hand. Go. Chris, you just said the same thing like five different ways for like the last 30 seconds. <laughs> it was like the same thing like over and over again. Let me give a, a, a specific example of something that I'm actually seeing in the data, right? So so uh, Google is getting better with search intent. Um, they're understanding associations with different words. Now there's a math way to like calculate some of this stuff. But man, what I'm seeing is like, for example, let's say hard money lending. Right, hard money lending. Well, if you're a hard money lender, hard money lending could be a lot of different things, right? That you're hard money lending for. Um, we have a couple of clients in the real estate space that provide financing for hard money loans for real estate, right? And uh, what Google's done is it started to pull back or, or, or drop in rankings for overall hard money lending rankings, but then there's longer search tail, key tail phrases. I'm not saying that right, but essentially, um, everything like residential, uh, home loan, like 
hard money low, like really long tail key phrases, really um, not as much volume, but extremely accurate. So, you know, there's been about nine updates in the last two months. And so, uh, I mean, Google's having to relearn some stuff. I feel like their neural network's kind of relearning some stuff. It's pretty literal right now. Uh, but the searches are actually more targeted and getting better and showing for specific things because that, right, that's what Google wants to do is show you for specific rankings, right? Like, and, and answer the specific question that uh, the visitor is searching for. So user intent absolutely um, is key and understanding that customer journey, where they're at, going back to marketing principles is so important when you're building a strategy. So like, is it upper funnel? Is it mid funnel? Is it lower funnel? Like, you know, what are the questions you're answering for them? Getting really specific. So uh, just to, to kind of piggyback on what, what you were saying. So. Yeah, absolutely. And she's really got three things that you are going to need to focus on that she's predicting uh, will be the future. We added two others uh, and we'll start with her first one. Uh, her first one is question answering. Uh, Bill Slowski wrote an in-depth article about a patent granted to Google in May of 2020, so May uh, 2021 of this year, centered on natural language processing, that's NLP tasks. It actually referenced BERT, that's the bi-directional encoder representations from Transformers language model. Um, this is really broken down into, hey, how do I understand that they are answering a, asking a question? And then how do I present the best answer to that question given the array of data that I have algorithmically. Um, we've trained ourselves to turn to search engines for quick answers now. So, right, like what's the capital of Spain or what's the capital of Utah or whatever it may be, um, Google's now providing those answers uh, right away. And, and, you know, in the case of uh, Alexa or in the case of um, uh, the Google Home, it's yeah. actually answering it verbally. You're, it's not even pulling up a website, a site, which was the past. So zero search intent or, or zero search, like, well, Google's trying to keep you on Google for longer is certainly something that is affecting SEO. That is something we need to talk about in a future topic. Um, I have heard, and I don't know if it's having to do with the patent or not, but people also ask, um, maybe going away on Google. So all those different questions because it looks mm -hmm. like they're uh, building it into Tiller patent. Um, also for all of you watching on video, I just changed my, my name, Chris. So, um, Oh, Bert. Yes. <laughs> Bert, there yeah, we go. I like this update, right. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I like this update because it's, uh, has my, my name in it. So, uh, but yeah, no, the bird update, something we've talked about in the past. Um, it's, it, all these things are building on each other and, and it's, it's, it's getting pretty complex, um, uh, from an SEO standpoint. So, uh, for those of you listening, stay tuned because we're going to be, uh, trying to walk you through that, that journey. And it's, um, there's definitely some pitfalls. So, yeah. From an SEO perspective, it means that now and in the years to come, we need to go beyond identifying a list of keyword phrases to also focusing on the questions that our target customers are asking. Uh, so yeah, question answering. Number two, again, things to prepare for SEO in the future, local driven results. Yeah, Local SEO will continue to be critical in the years to come. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. 
Uh, customers are relying heavily on map results to find local services and products. Uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon. She gave the example of trying to find a photographer for some event and really doing it in Google Maps because you want to find somebody that's close to you. Uh, that means in addition to organic SEO, we also need to put more time and resources into our local presence. And I love this, assuming we want to attract nearby customers. Um, who doesn't? No, I, I would I would say that there there's a lot to unpack here. This is probably another podcast. Um, one of the things that I'm starting to see be uh, certainly an issue, um, and it's creating the hooks in from uh, offline to online and creating like a digital ID for yourself and for your business and kind of where things are going. There's a guy uh, that I met at a crypto conference that I'll probably get on the podcast um, because he's he's working on this issue. Uh, but really, Google wants to understand who you are and who your business is, right? So if you're supporting a local charity, um, we want that reflected online. If you're writing articles uh, on multiple platforms or uh, your name's listed or you went to school here, uh, like doing same as a schema markup, like connecting all that together. Because, you know, even one of the things I'm seeing is I, I really think that there's probably going to be like one uh, digital ID that you're going to pull plug in or clip in all your different social media accounts. And then you're going to have, well, wh whether it's an NFT or, you know, whatever, uh, as, as your, your logo. And so, you know, having that logo or that image consistent across all platforms, because that's you is something that I'm seeing. Like, so there's this kind of merge between that, but from a local SEO standpoint, uh, creating that local relevance, like tying yourself to, to local events or local organizations, um, you know, when you're writing uh, blogs, having local relevance, having images that are actual images from that area, right? Like if you're trying to rank for something, you need to have images from that area. And, and if they're geotagged, even better, right? And so Google's understanding all this stuff. And um, you're just really having to provide uh, that, that trust and that credibility on a whole new level to, to rank for these terms. And there's going to be some even more updates uh, kind of building on on eat or expertise, authoritativeness and trust that are going to be happening in, in the near future, actually, that I think are going to rock the SEO world. So, um, I mean, their local search is absolutely critical um, to, to most businesses, unless you're selling e-commerce product online, if you're selling a service, um, you need to do it. Or if you're trying to drive people in store, um, you know, so. Uh, again, a lot to unpack uh, there, but but yes, um, I would say yes is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Patif to Patrick Lopez and Brian Lobig. Uh, good to see you guys connected on Facebook. Uh, we really appreciate it. And longtime listener. So awesome. All right. So number three, uh, those things that we need to prepare for from an SEO perspective. And then maybe after the third one, you want to th throw in a little uh, um, pro testimonial commercial. But number three is stronger searcher intent. We can't just focus on search volume when selecting the keywords to target. We must also understand the intent associated with those words and phrases. The future of SEO is about honing in on our searchers, where our searchers are and what they want to know and how we can deliver value through our optimized content. I wasn't listening. So you were, you were focused. You were focused. I was on. trying to put together our, um, our link to share it. 
so people can, and I mean, I mentioned it, right? The video review, right? But I am trying to, ah, all right. I'm trying to, I redirected it, but if you go to EWR digital forward slash, what is it? Video review, but also yep. I'm going to put the direct link, uh, in, in the chat. Uh, yeah. So say that, so, give me a synopsis. Oh, basically a stronger searcher intent. Like you just can't search for search volume. You got to understand what they're looking for uh, and what the, the phrases they're using, what they're really interested in and provide that. Again, it just goes back to providing a good experience to the Google. This was going back to like AdWords training, right? Um, a couple of years ago, Google was talking about micro moments, right? Yep. Um, there's these micro moments of where people are in the customer journey and where uh, they need to, what, like where you need to get into the customer's head in that conversation that they're happening um, and where they're at in the funnel and then be building uh, creative pieces or, or pieces to address each concern or decision along those lines. And so again, what this is going back to is developing the strategy, not just jumping in. Um, also, there are clients out there. We have a few that we're working with, but have, somewhat of a, a very narrow view of like what they want to rank for. And so you could over optimize um, certain pages or certain campaigns where you need to build a contextual background and, and, and build a foundation leading up to ranking for that keyword and not just focused on that keyword. It's, it, you know, it, it becomes very, um, you know, multidimensional, uh, not, not, not to be right. And so, uh, I think that that is, is really important and understanding, you know, what, what are they trying to search for? Also, I've heard this. I don't know this to be true. I feel like, I feel like who told me this? Um, I, you know, I didn't fact check it, but essentially they're potentially merging, uh, images, Google search and images with regular searches, right? So if, you search for an image, you have a certain type of search intent. If you're searching in search, you search a different type of search intent. If those are combined, let's say, um, you know, home remodeling Houston or something like that, right? Like are people looking for pictures of home remodeling in Houston or are people looking for home remodeling company or home remodeling contractor or something related to that in Houston? So. I think what, if this is true, what Google is preparing right now in the search results is to be, again, I say being really literal, but what is that search intent that they're searching for? And um, are they searching for a store? Are they searching for a contractor? Are they searching for an image? Are they what are they searching for, right? So I think, um, well, I think it's something like 75% of all searches that Google sees are like long tail key phrases are like new searches. And so they're using the machine learning to try to understand what that search intent is. And I think in, in a lot of cases, they're going to retrain us on how to use, uh, how to use search, right. Based upon the kind of results we get, because right. You search for something, you don't get what you want. You research for it. And typically, right. If you don't find it on the first page or definitely on the second page, you're not going much beyond that. I mean, that's what the data is still continuing to show. And then what Google's trying to do is, well, give you the answer so you don't even have to leave Google, right? Um, I mean, uh, you know, that was the whole point really is to, to track track people is when they came out with the Gmails, right? And all the, the Gmail suite is to be able to see what you do once you leave the search engine because you're not on the search engine very long. So 
I think that they're changing a lot of things. They're trying to own jobs. They're trying to own events. They're trying to build out that platform. So we're going to, we're going to see a lot of changes here in the near future. And then that's coming on head first with, uh, you know, augmented reality and, um, you know, all these other ways to search, uh, for stuff, voice search, you know, video search. So there, there, there's just a lot coming down the pipeline. Um, and, uh, it's getting significantly more sophisticated. I've seen something of a bifurcation, even on the hosting side. Um, and that's something that we're working on as well that we should talk about later, but, but really, um, you know, you pay a bunch of money for marketing or you pay a bunch of money for, uh, you know, paid marketing or SEO or whatever. And then you're spending, you know, um, 10 bucks a month on, on hosting, uh, not going to cut it anymore. Right. Um, also, uh, there's a lot of, uh, issues out there. We're bringing people over to, to our hosting company and we're having to clean the websites. Um, uh, there's a lot of like malicious code that's been embedded, uh, especially if you're collecting like credit card information or something like that. There, there's, there's just a lot of malicious things out there right now. And if you're a small business, the, the bar is going to get set higher and higher. And if you have that malicious code that they like have been able to identify or something like that, they're not going to rank you, right? Because they don't want their visitors, um, you know, uh, clicking on some of these things. So there's a lot of stuff, I guess, under the service on a technical level that uh, if you're not ranking, you got to go through kind of the like a, a pretty significant checklist uh, to, to troubleshoot what that might be. Um, and so there, there's just so many different variables now, um, like not to say that there aren't over 200 <laughs> variables already, um, but how uh, the machines or, or the neural networks learning and coming up with these decisions, uh, re really, really important. And they're not just looking at like, say, anchor text. They're looking at contextually uh, what keywords, how close they are to, to um, you know, the, 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 the link and. There, there, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot. Um, again, uh, how long have we been going? Well, we can talk. We, we'll keep going, Chris. And, and if we have time, we can uh, maybe address some of this other stuff. I think probably uh, we've been talking about doing some different webinars. I was doing some like local webinars uh, and stuff like that um, at the beginning of COVID. Who knows? Maybe uh, Delta variant will give us uh, an excuse to uh, really jump back into that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, because I, I think that there's a lot to cover. Um, and I think also I've been getting specific requests on, um, like the technicals of like how to do things, you know, not just maybe the roadmap, but, um, how to, how, how to, you know, maybe silo a page correctly or how to do on page or just the, the real education. So maybe that, that's something that, that we can talk about more, but all right, Chris, keep going. That makes sense. All right. So we've gotten three and this is from Mindy Weinstein, uh, SEO things to focus on for the future, uh, question answering local driven results, stronger search intent. Did you, we got two more. We're going to add our own here. You want to run that commercial? Oh, uh, yeah. I At least like 45 seconds of it or something. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to cut this down. 
Pro Testimonial, your one-stop shop video marketing tool that captures and creates video testimonials in simple, quick, and cost-effective way. Did you know that 90% of consumers say their buying decisions are influenced by online reviews? And that 79% of shoppers say they trust online reviews as much as recommendations from friends and family? That's what makes video testimonials so powerful. You might be long- All right, so great data right you yep. need video testimonials on your website this is one way to get them um you know for for you in the houston and kind of surrounding texas area um well we have we, we sent video crews to atlanta uh, a couple weeks ago um but but you you need to be getting video testimonials somehow and uh pro testimonials a good way to do that it's very easy to capture the testimonial and then you can actually in the uh, platform, add music, add like, you know, your water logos, yep. yeah, logos, calls to action, calls to action and upload it. Um, uh, we haven't found anything better. Uh, so we certainly recommend it. And as you can see, for you who are watching video and maybe listening, um, if you're thinking about a sponsorship, we are uh, accepting sponsorships. We have, uh, like I said, been getting people knocking on our door and we're again, trying to take our game to the next level and provide uh, you know, a better ad experience, right? So um, we're advertising <laughs> our, our own stuff, I guess. Um, but you could see how that might work for you. Um, all right, Chris, back to you. <laughs> all right. So uh, we covered Mindy's. Now we're going to talk about two things that we think that you need to focus on from an SEO perspective uh, going into the future. And you just talked about kind of ad experience. Number four for us is the user experience. You've got it. So it's not just about the the SEOs of your right long ago. You could just get something ranked and it was really the only good thing or reasonable thing out there. Uh, and then people might buy stuff or engage with the company. But there's a lot of high quality content out there. There's a lot of high quality websites. There's other competitors that are doing what you're doing and you've got to outperform them. And the way to do that is to focus on the user experience. And that's just to get placed well in the search engines. Matt, I know you focus a lot on user experience. Well, yeah, I've been dealing with uh, with some enterprise level clients, some user experience issues, um, load time issues. Uh, I mean, look, your website's got to load fast uh, to be competitive. Uh, it depends what, what you're offering, but there's so many different choices. And uh, I think, Amazon and um, like Walmart and Target and, and all these big players, if you're selling a product, they they lose hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, I put together a whole deck on this um, for every one second of load time that they lose. Right. Yep. And so they're critically focused on what elements load when, how, how to speed it up, how to optimize it. Also, how to keep like even social media platforms, right? They're spending a lot of time on how to keep people on the platforms, how to keep them engaged. Um, a lot of these sort of things are really, really important. And what I would tell you is the majority of people out there are getting a decent amount of traffic. It's just they need to convert a higher number of people of, that are coming to the website in addition to, again, ranking higher um, or getting more people to it. But if you just get more juice out of that lemon, right? Or what is it like more yeah. when you squeeze, get more juice out of that lemon. Uh, that that's a great solution too. So uh, I can't tell you how many small businesses I've talked to recently. Um, cause I do a lot of stuff for the better business bureau that don't have uh, remarketing set up. 
right? So if you have over 100 customers, you need to be uh, utilizing remarketing. You can build sequences out there. Uh, if they're on the page, uh, you can do, well, you can do the chat bots, right? Chat bots, we've seen a lot more engagement, a lower barrier. To I, you, you just mentioned remarketing. On a scale of one to 10, one being the most important and the first thing that you should do with the digital dollar, uh, 10 being the last thing you should do with the digital dollar, approximately where would you put uh, remarketing? A one. A one. Absolutely a one. It is the most cost effective draw. As long as you have enough traffic to your website, step one, set up a campaign and we could actually help you with that. Set up a campaign that does the remarketing. People visited your website, get them back to your website. We've all succumbed, if you will, to some sort of remarketing where we were looking somewhere for something, saw the ad and went back and actually bought it. You want that working for you. And, and one of the things to just kind of mention the blend of digital marketing, maybe SEO and and paid media is really think about running a small paid campaign for any pages you're trying to get to rank um, because you're going to give Google more data of people that are searching for that keyword and coming to your page and interacting positively uh, with your page. Uh, if you tie that to maybe heat mapping or something like that, you can get a really good idea of what you need to do to change maybe elements around on the page to, to get uh, higher conversion. Also, you know, if you're selling anything online, like abandoned cart, um, you know, there, there's just so much people are missing. Uh, I think that we haven't quite moved away from, well, most companies that maybe still have a traditional view of marketing and they're utilizing digital. It's kind of like this bolt on um, and they're, they're, they're really just using their website as um, a digital brochure, right? Or but, but not a digital experience, not a digital showroom or showcase. I think that there's so much more you need to do to, to create uh, engagement on the site um, and create a more interactive experience. Uh, I mean, we're moving to web 3.0 with blockchain, everything uh, with web 2.0 and social media, you've got that engagement with the customer. That's something that I think, you're going to need to jump into a lot more. That is also, by the way, something I've seen in the search engine uh, rankings as well for, say, uh, off-page link building. Um, if the links aren't working as well, it's because you're too narrowly focused um, and you've got to build that contextual relevance. And what Google wants to see is on the major platforms uh, that you're active and you're engaging and you're building followers or you're building reviews. Google is looking at businesses like a brand. So also things like traditional media, whether, you know, be OTT or traditional TV or terrestrial radio or whatever, where people are searching for your brand. It's super important. That's what Google wants to see is you have a good product. People are talking about you. People are referring people to you. People are searching for you by name. And so, uh, and then once they go there, Right. If they have a bad user experience, they're probably going to leave a review uh, because it, there's a lot. I don't remember what the data is, but they're a lot more likely to leave a bad review than they are a good review. Right. I always say nine times more likely to leave a bad review than a good review. And I think that's a fair number. I don't know if I read it or made it up. <laughs> we got a data reference to that. That's one of the things, too, that Google wants to see is if you're going to mention anything or going to mention a statistic, you need you need to almost have a work cited. Um, you need yeah. to, you need to back up what you're saying. Right. Um, but 
user experience, there's a lot of things that go into that. Again, that's probably a whole other podcast, but that's something absolutely um, is is second most important after remarketing. How about that? <laughs> and, and, and user experience will serve you well from an SEO perspective. Again, back to the you know good experience. It, it, you know, it, it feel like a it's a spiral either upwards or downwards, right? Yep. Right. And so um, you you certainly if you get that track right, the more people come to it, the better interactions. Google will rank you better, right? Yep. And then the reverse happens as well. So. All right, number five, and, and Matt's actually touched on this quite a bit in in that last section. Uh, it's CRO, like conversion rate optimization. Because let's let's be realistic. Uh, a lot of us are in the business of SEO, whether it's for our own company, whether it's for another company, uh, whether it's for another company serving another company. Um, we're in the business of SEO, and ultimately, if we drive a ton of traffic to a website and we don't get any conversions, we'll be out of a job, right? Like, what's that? The whole point of SEO is to actually get conversions, to get people to take action. Uh, so yeah, conversion rate optimization. Well, I, I would <laughs> also say if people are not act, actively interacting with your website in a positive way, uh, Google's gonna realize that as well, and it's gonna drop you in the rankings. So you're not gonna be able to stick in that position for long if you haven't really earned it, right? And so um, CRO, um, yeah, I mean, really, what everybody wants when they say SEO is they're not asking for, for SEO. Um, they're asking for you to, uh, you know, ROI is what they're asking for. Produce revenue based upon the spend. And really SEO in my mind is almost like online PR is, and, and it, it touches all the different uh, verticals or um, competencies or skill sets, whatever you want to call it. Uh, inside digital marketing and really SEO brings it all together. Uh, and, you know, really even AdWords of how the algorithm works is very similar to SEO. So AdWords, you can use it to come up with better meta descriptions, conversion rate going into search console and looking at conversion rate. Also, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last uh, podcast where we were talking about the algorithm update. What Google's doing is if there's a bad customer experience or thin content or whatever, Google is now doing two things. One is they're just pulling you out of the search results. Like they're not indexing you anymore. And you go into search console, you'll see it says discovered, but not indexed. And you have to resubmit that indexing. Uh, and, and it'll tell you why typically. Um, uh, so, so that is uh, certainly happening. And then what Google's also now doing is based on the data that they built and the understanding they built about your business, they're rewriting those titles and meta descriptions. Like they're completely rewriting. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I know on like Google, my business too, they, they auto generate, uh, you know, what, what they want to say about the business uh, and you can't control it. Right. And so really Google's looking at holistically what you put out there and trying to write the best uh, job or well, not job, but best, description uh to increase clicks because i mean really the click-through rate is uh pretty pathetic for for most sites um and that's where ad copy uh comes in that's where copywriting comes in that's where conversion rate optimization comes in and and really you want to be looking at optimizing uh you know for the clicks uh but then once they get there make sure that 
you're showing them what you're advertising or you're not going to rank for that term for very long. So, yeah. That is what you need to do to prepare for the SEO future. Thank you, Patif, to Mindy Weinstein for uh, for that great article that was in the Search Engine Journal. Uh, and that does wrap up the content for our podcast. Was there anything else you wanted to announce, Matt, or? Announce? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have anything. To do. I feel like <laughs> we used to do a lot now. more announcements. We just won the award for the Better Business Bureau. Um, like we they just got announced winners for that. I don't know if you even knew that, Chris. So we got I did not. So be, like, is there a category? Is it just like we're, we're the best? I, I, I just saw the email come in and... Uh, I was like, oh, there's the word ceremony. And I put that on Alyssa's calendar. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so I don't know. Um, Good. Build, build trust. Uh, know what's going on with the Google updates. If your stuff's getting affected, it's not uh, necessarily uh, that you've done something wrong. It's just, you're not doing what Google wants you to do. Right. Yeah. And so it's just more getting that, uh, geared towards that. Um, this big update, I'm telling you, uh, is going to rock everybody's world that has to do with eat. And so, you know, it's going to start in your money, your life, um, and then it's going to spiral out. But you got to back up what you say, or if you got a doctor or lawyer or whatever uh, guest posting on your podcast, um, that authority is going to dissipate if that person uh, can't be verified online that they're that right google's not taking anybody's word for anything anymore it's um it's 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 fact checking it's backing it up and so uh i think that ultimately that that's a good thing but that again raises the bar of the expectation of what you're going to be able to do and that's where i think that um if smaller companies don't keep up with it uh, the bigger companies maybe haven't done it yet or are catching up to do it, but they certainly have the resources to be able to do it. And so, and I think that that happens, it's going to be uh, a lot more difficult to rank for things. And there's also a lot more people uh, online. I'll say this interesting fact, um, crypto in the adoption uh, curve is where the internet was uh, when, uh, whatever that first company was that went public, I don't, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Netscape, Netscape or, oh, I, I Netscape. Don't uh, but, but essentially, um, you know, 2% of the world and, uh, you know, okay. If money, if digital money is similar to the internet, uh, how many people use the internet today, Chris? Um, uh, a lot. Yeah. So, so that's, <laughs> that's where this is going. Um, and so uh, that's going to create uh, a whole new experience in the metaverse and Web 3.0. And it's just really an exciting time. And everything from a technology standpoint is changing and uh, get ready um, and you know, keep up because uh, if not, you're going to get left in the dust. In so, order to keep up. Yeah especially if you're connecting to us on YouTube, you should click that subscribe button, smash that subscribe button, hit, click, whatever the subscribe button. Also, there's a little bell. That's a notification of when we are live. We do go live on YouTube. Uh, and then the podcast gets pushed out onto the different podcasting platforms. 
we really would like a review. So maybe you could leave us a review on iTunes. You could leave us a review on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be just wonderful. And you can also go to uh, ewrdigital.com forward slash review. Uh, that'll take you to our Google My Business review page, like directly to it. You just start typing, super easy. And then also leave us a video review. One, try that service out. Uh, how easy is it for you to leave a review? That's ewrdigital.com forward slash video review. Uh, and then if you're interested in that service, you know, click on over to protestimonial.com. Uh,